close and personal. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Thanks for keeping it here on the Mulberry Lane Show. You're spending some quality time with singer-songwriter Uncle Cracker, best known for his hits, Follow Me and Smile. Right now, he's talking about how he's learned how not to get all worked up about things and just let it go. My head's not all tensed up and mm-hmm. like I don't get all mad and don't start yelling at people. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's always good, right? I know. I, I still sit around like Archie Bunker, but it's a much easier Archie. Uh-huh. So what are you like in a co-write? Like if you walk into a songwriting session with another songwriter? A room you can smoke in. Okay. And okay. somebody that doesn't get offended easily. Okay. That's my two favorite things if I do co-write. Okay, do you mostly prefer to write alone? Yeah, depending on what the situation is, I've always been a believer two heads are better than one. Okay. Uh-huh. And I like that, but if I don't know somebody, that's the one thing that's hard for me to do is to like sit and be comfortable with somebody I've never met before okay. and write with them. Yeah, okay. And I know a lot of people that do that, and I'm just like, oh man, I don't know how you do that. Mm-hmm. Now I have to ask you about one song, and that's the Letter to My Daughters. I want to know how that came about. Little of My Daughters was years ago. My first record had just come out, and I met David Allen Coe for the first time. Okay. He and I hit it off really well and just became good buddies. And he was like, here, man, I got this idea for your kids. And I was like, well, what is that? And he was like, well, it's a letter to your daughters. You know, God forbid something should happen to you on the road. This is where we need to go with this, so... We finished that one, and uh, and I ended up recording it on my second record with David Allen. Okay. Gotcha. And, um, so that came about just by through a good buddy. Okay. So now, what kind of dad are you? A super awesome dad. How <laughs> <laughs> could we expect anything else, right? Are you the fun dad? Yeah, to an extent. You know, to an extent. I have all daughters, 15, 14, and 10. And, oh, my uh, gosh. It gets <laughs> oh, it's got three in the family? Actually, there's four sisters in, in our family. Holy mackerel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you and my dad would have a lot to talk about, I'm sure. <laughs> He'd probably throw me some good advice, I'd imagine. He oh, probably would. <laughs> He's seen it all. Yeah. Even that, I just kind of take in stride. I just, I mean, there is no handbook. I learned that no. early on. But you can't just throw your kids to the wolves either. You just, But you do have to let them live and learn. And mm-hmm. uh, I just try to be there and make sure I can shed as much light on a situation as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I don't try to play the best friend role with okay. them, but I do play the dad role, and I do play the friend role. I know some people don't dig at it. Like, you got to be a dad, not a friend, but I'm, I, I believe you got to be both. So I think mm-hmm. there's a medium. Yeah. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could be wrong. I usually am, but I just feel <laughs> like I have girls, and they always know that they're loved by their dad, and they're always smart, pretty, awesome, and that's that. You always call me. Nothing's too bad where they can't call and ask. Yeah, that's a great dad. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. In between albums, when you're mm-hmm. contemplating new music, yep. what's your approach to starting a new project? I'm bad with that, actually. Okay. And, um, unless it's like time to do a new record, I don't sit around usually and just write right. Like, I'll okay. write on the bus late at night. But mainly, I got in this bad habit where it's like, oh, it's time to do a new record again. All right, let's get in the studio. So I would go in the studio and I would write like 20 okay. and just pick like 12 and go. But I, I wish I was more, I don't know, recreational with it where I was like, man, I've been sitting on one. Yeah. You always hear people with that one like, I've been sitting on this one would be perfect. But I don't know. I just You need a deadline. 
yeah, that's that's the thing that helps yeah. me the most. It's like, well, you have to do it now. So I'm like, damn, here it goes. Okay, and, and then it's all there, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I don't get stuck, you know, mm-hmm. ever. But I just, you know, you put the record out. Well, things are different now, but years ago, you put the record out and you toured it for a couple of years, and then it was time to go back in the studio and write. Right. But you know, nowadays it's different. It's like, oh, we're gonna drop a single now, or this is the, mm-hmm. you know, just it's just all different now. But better or worse. Just different, I guess. You know, okay. you know, they were worse for a while, but getting better than worse was, I guess. Okay, okay. <laughs> got it. That's my, that's my English. <laughs> no, that, that would make a good song, honestly. Well, I make up words instead <laughs> as I go along. <laughs> we love that. And the best thing is you can change it up all the time. Yep, yeah, yep, it's my story. You're getting up close and personal with singer-songwriter Uncle Cracker here on the Mulberry Lane Show. What has been your strangest fame experience like maybe a situation you've been in where you've either thought this is so weird or i can't believe i'm here Shoo-wee. years ago we were on tour uh i was DJing for kid rock at the time and hank jr was one of my all-time favorites still is one of my all-time favorites okay so we were on a metallica tour okay and uh hank jr had sent a jet to Baltimore to pick us up on the 4th of July after we played wow. and fly us back. He was having a party in the middle of nowhere. Wow. Okay. Uh, and on the 4th of July, and that was really bizarre. Yeah. Because uh, we landed and we ended up at this party with him and, and things were great. And I remember, like, it went really, really late and then we ended up at, like, this hotel not far. And then I woke up really, really early and I called Hank's manager and I was like, man, well, there's nothing here. There's, like, nothing around we're in the middle of nowhere. Like, there's nothing. This this hotel wasn't even a hotel. And he was like, this was Merle Kilgore at the time. And he said, well, uh, Cracker, uh, Hank's going to come get you. So this was like 7.30 in the morning. And in my head, I'm thinking, I should be awake. How is he awake? So, like, I walk outside and, like, this Lincoln Navigator rolled up. This is years ago. Okay. When they, I don't even know if they make those anymore. Uh-huh. But this Navigator rolls up and it's Hank. And he takes me back to his... There was a cottage or a, a cabin somewhere, and, and now it's like 8 in the morning, and he's cooking crappie, <laughs> and, which I'd never had before, and he showed me around this joint, and uh, I don't know, we're sitting there eating crappie with our fingers, and I remember thinking to myself, like, now, is this the best fish I've ever had in my entire life because it's the best fish ever in my entire life? Or is it because Hank Jr. just cooked it and we're standing here eating it off a napkin with our fingers? All right. of the above, right? <laughs> I, I think so. So that was weird. And that's just, that was one of them weird moments. Yeah. One of those, pinch me, is this real? Yeah. Exactly. Well, exactly. You blew that question out of the water. That was a good answer. Yeah. Oh, good, good. I didn't want to. Well, there's a ton of them I couldn't repeat, but I had to pull that one out of the PG jar. You done good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, Cracker. This has been a fun chat. Thanks for checking in today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uncle Cracker today on the Mulberry Lane Show. We'll be right back with country artist Aaron Tippin. And here's Uncle Cracker's breakthrough hit, Follow Me. You don't know how you met me. You don't know why you can't turn around and say goodbye. All you know is when I'm with you, I make you free. And swim through your veins like a fish in the sea I'm singing, follow me, everything is alright I'll be the one to tuck you in at night And if you want to leave, I can guarantee You won't find nobody else like me I'm not 